Welcome to Ketchup and Mustard, where we torture ourselves with ridiculous books, movies, and more. I'm Zoe, and this is Alexia. <laughs> you can't do <laughs> I was scared. Alexia didn't tell me what she's doing this time around, and so I was scared. Okay, let me do it again. Okay. I'm Zoe, and this is Alexia. Fucking welcome. Okay, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> Um, today Alexia's catching me up on a mini-series of Sword Art Online Abridged, I believe. It's just Sword Art Online Abridged. Okay. Oh yeah, there's more. And I need to call bluff on any lies she tries to sneak in there. Yup. Yep. Wow. How many times have we done this intro? We're really bad at it. <laughs> oh, I think by now that's six. Yep. That's actually not that many, but like... I mean, people who actually do things. It should be a little better by there. now. It should be. But, okay, so I'm I'm ready. On to the thing. On to the thing. So, Sword on Online Abridged, for those who don't know what an abridged series of an anime is, it's a fan-made series using sword art, online images, and animation edited to use a fan-made dialogue plot and they use their own dubs. I had no idea that's what it meant. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Abridged series usually are kind of like parody series, which either make fun of the anime or make it just ridiculously hilarious because they're cursing a bunch of times. Sword Art Online Abridged does kind of both. Okay. We open with episode one with Kirito, our main character, entering the game Sword Art Online, which in its universe is a virtual reality MMO that uses nerve gear and it's kind of like Spy Kids 3, where it's like, you're like motionless in the real world. You know I love Spy world. Kids yeah. 3. You're like motionless in the real world. Yeah, I've, I know the premise of Sword Art Online, because it's been explained to me. Okay, I've not cool, cool. watched the anime itself. Then this is just for everyone, then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kirito is very familiar with the game, since he was a beta tester, and he already knows how a bunch of the features work. He starts off by making fun of a noob whose name is Balls Deep 69 <laughs> You want me to call bluff on that, don't you? <laughs> you really do, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna call him Balls Deep 69 for this entire episode, <laughs> no matter what his real name is. <laughs> so, Kirito and Balls Deep 69 realize that they can't log out of the game anymore. Oops. And they get, like, beamed into the main square of the game with every other player in the game, I think. They've never really been clear on that. Where a giant ghost-like figure, we find out, is the creator of the game, whose name is Kaiba. He shows up, and he's trying to explain to them that they're trapped in the game, and they can't get out until they beat every floor. And there's a hundred floors. So it is Spy Kids Game Over. Kind of, except Spy Kids Game Over, could you even get out of it at all? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Well, in this one, it, it, well, I mean, the like, premise was you were supposed to. It's like a video game that kids bought. Yeah. But I can't, I can't remember. I just realized it literally is Spy Kids 3. Like, they get trapped in the game. Which came first? Spy Kids 3 came first. Holy shit. Excuse Ricky Kawahara, me. excuse you. Excuse me. Excuse, um, what? Excuse me. Okay. I'm, like, offended a little bit. All right, actually. so now that we know that this horrid copyrighted we're going to sue Ricky Kawahara on behalf of Spy Kids 3. Yeah. What, but, what are those kids' names? Ju Juno? Juni? Juni and Carmen. Carmon. Carmon. Okay, well. We're going to sue. Now that we know that that's cleared up, yes. 
he tries to explain to them that they can't get out, but none of them have none of the char- none of the players have ever seen Tron, which is what he was hoping that they'd seen. The movie? Like the movie Tron. Because the movie Tron they get stuck in there too. Okay. So he sat up so he gets mad about that. But they explain it to him, and everyone freaks out. And then the end of the episode, Balls Deep Sixty Nine, whose name is actually mm-hmm. Klein, but like his no. screen, no, his oh. screen name is Balls Deep Sixty Nine, oh, but his yeah. real name is Klein. He invites that. Kirito to join a guild, but Kirito refuses because Klein called him an asshole and what he cries as he like, runs away. I know it's like anime style, but what yeah. if it was just like the style, of like old school RuneScape? That'd be cool. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I love RuneScape. <laughs> I used to play it a lot as a kid and i like rigged the system because you could like buy beers for like three coins or something but then you could sell the empty beer containers for like 20 coins to people who were trying to make beers or something like that <laughs> so i was like getting money <laughs> that's kind of like in when there was a glitch in minecraft uh pe what was it minecraft pe what like portable edition oh uh, like the app you um to make a block of diamond it only took six diamond but then to get diamond from a block of diamond you got nine diamond back wow so they had that glitch in there for a and while that's how the economy works they fixed it though so minecraft really sponsor us minecraft sponsor <laughs> microsoft microsoft come on bill is bill the owner no bill created windows Did, is windows microsoft listen we're so far <laughs> from the topic that okay. i don't know anymore sword art online so kirito doesn't join klein's guild and so we get to episode two where it opens with the narrator explaining that 2,000 people have died. Oh, right. I forgot to mention that what? when you're trapped in the game, you die, you die when you die in the game. Life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's like assumed. That's like something I gotta tell. Okay. So 2,000 people have died in the first two months. And Kirito makes fun of the narrator because he figured out how to turn off the profanity filter. Oh. So Wait, he gets how does to he curse. Make fun of the- Wait, can they hear the narrator? Yeah, he can hear the narrator. The can narrator goes else? like, because in the game of life or death, you only live... Or you die. Who's, and then Kirito's like, wow, that's a fascinating observation. <laughs> I don't know who the narrator is. It's just like Matthew this really deep voice. Perfect. <laughs> then Kirito disables the narrator because <laughs> the okay. narrator starts making fun of Kirito back. It's actually really funny. You guys should watch all this series. Okay. Continuing, we get to like a meeting type thing where someone is desperately trying to rally a group of people together to defeat the first boss because it's been two months and they still haven't done it yet. Yeah, just like that scene in Spy Kids Game Over. Yeah. Probably. Well, they made more progress. So Kirito meets Asuna here, who has no friends because she's a vegetarian and has refused to kill any animal in the game so far. But it's a virtual animal. Or all the animals hooked into the game, no, too. But That'd be really interesting if they, like, got animals and hooked them into the game. She just trusts her vegetarianism that much. Okay. Two new characters are introduced while they're... F- two, two new characters are introduced, and they're fighting over whether or not they should kill all the beta testers because the beta testers supposedly never helped the noobs survive, and that's why the 2,000 people died. But one of the new characters that are fighting over this is a tall, bluff, buff, black guy named Brianna. And he tells them about an advice book that the beta testers put together. That Why had is his name Brianna? Not because it's a girl's name. Because, like... They literally never explained it. Like, it's Japanese. they say, you can Everyone call me Japanese. Brianna. And then, like... The is that who- supposed to be a joke? Yeah, I think so. Like, the dude sa- says to him, that's a manly name. And he's like, shouldn't be. It's a woman's name. And then he, like, continues on. Wow, that's a funny joke right there. Yep, it's funny to me. I died. I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, so they 
see the book, but nobody has actually read it because it's like 80 pages and they're too lazy to read it. And then after a 45 minute long Cheetos and Mountain Dew break, they go to fight the boss. I'm calling bluff. There's the no Cheetos, Cheetos and Mountain Dew. That's sponsored content. They did, in fact, have a Cheetos and Mountain Dew break, but was it, it was not 45 minutes. It was an hour. But was it like... They don't need to copyright anything. This is a YouTube series. I'm really interested how this video is formatted, because it's obviously not fully animation. It's like... It's really cool. You should watch it. It's like, I don't know, a bridge series? They basically... Every once in a while, the, sometimes they can use actual, like, they can just see the use, using the actual animation. Sometimes they take, like, a screenshot and then animate, like, a, a mouth moving. But it's done so well that I didn't notice until, like, the third run watch through. Okay. Because it was the first abridged series I'd seen. Okay. Like, actually knowing what it was, at least. Okay. So, Maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. Kirito and Asuna kill the boss together after one of their people die. And then they fight over who gets the boss drop, which is like a cool coat. And Kirito got it originally because he it's delivered like the really final. Sick, like, it's like a really sick leather, like it's like a super like long, Neo, coat. It's like, like Neo awesome. from the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. So they're fighting over it. And Kirito got it originally because he delivered the final blow, so he got the rare drop. And okay. Asuna wants the coat. And Kirito says, okay, you can have the coat if you trade me a giant boar skin, which you can only get by killing an animal. So Asuna curses him. Mm. Yeah. And it's episode three, and it's the Christmas Ooh, episode. Oh, oh. Kirito is talked into joining a guild called the Rectums because their, le <laughs> their leaders wearing a plus 50 charisma hat. And Kirito has, like, negative 38 charisma. That's really interesting how charisma would work in a game in the virtual VR world. Yep. The guild VR is... Realm. The guild with Kirito has... Is it really called that? The Rectums? The Rectums? No, it's not. Ah, oh, yes. It's called the Moonlight Black Cats. Oh, I like the Rectums better. <laughs> yeah. How do you even come up with that? No, I don't want to know, actually. I changed <laughs> my mind. Huh? The Rectums? I think my brother came up with it. He named a sword in Minecraft Rectum, and I, he put it up on, like, a like a frame. You know how, like, he can put up... Listen, I quit wall. Minecraft. I was the old school Minecrafter. Minecraft. There was no frames when I played Minecraft. <laughs> there were no he put it up on the wall with a frame, walls. and it just—it was a sword, and it was called the Rectum. And I found that friggin' hilarious. So there's a shout out to him. Wow. Um, so the Moonlight Black Cats is a guild that has three people: Kirito, Sachi, and the leader whose name I forgot. I think his name is Kata, actually. Kata. Okay. It was Kata. And three NPCs. Cool. Their leader gets in trouble with Laughing Coffin, which is a mercenary guild. Laughing Coffin? Laughing Coffin. I call bluff on that name. That's a real name. Dang it. I thought we were just going to have a field day with the names. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing Coffin. It's a mercenary guild where like people hire them to kill people. And so the rest of the guild, because Kate is a little bitch, have to go recover a rare item, which results in the death of two of the NPCs and Sachi, who had just had a heart-to-heart -heart with Kirito about him being an asshole. They mostly died because the NPC that carried their teleport crystals teleported out the second monster showed up, so Kirito blames that NPC. Okay. That's kind of rude. It was very rude. They died in real life. It's really funny, though. The NPCs, like, every once what in a while, they're like... real life is a simulation. Oh my god. <laughs> Reality is a social construct. Uh, what's it called? The NPCs, like, every once in a while, they would shout out, like, random information as NPCs do. Like, we must save my family, or 
Like, one of the NPCs was from the tutorial, oh. which implies that Kata, the leader, never finished the tutorial. Uh, which is so funny. Great. To him. I like that joke. It's a good one. So, Kirito tries to bring them back because he hears about a rare item that might be able to resuscitate players. But he has to go through Laughing Coffin to get to it because the leader of the... Oh, because Kata died in a marching accident, so then the debt falls to laughing What's coffin. What's a marching accident? A marching accident. They just not march good? I guess. They just said he died in a marching accident. I'm calling bluff. Okay, he didn't die in a marching accident. <laughs> <laughs> he killed himself! <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what he, like, jumped count? off. That's, I guess that is a marching accident. Oops, I marched where there wasn't any floor. Episode three was actually really funny because it had like you know how like there was a narrator in the second in the second episode. Sure. In this episode, there was another narrator, except this guy was like an actual person with like a mustache. Okay. I think he's like the mascot of the YouTube channel. Oh. But like it's a Christmas episode, so when it like when it cut to the part where the dude died, he like looked at the page like what the fuck? Oh, this is a Christmas episode. <laughs> no, skip over it because it was funny. Um, let's see. So. Then Balls Deep 69, or Klein, with his guild, help Kirito by fighting Laughing Coffin themselves so Kirito can face the boss that's protecting the rare item. The boss is this giant mutant snowman that's absolutely terrifying. Oh. But Kirito kills him. I call bluff. Oh no, it's a Christmas episode, so he would be a snowman. I revoke my bluff calling. <laughs> okay. Kirito finds the item, but he goes back to Klein really sad because the item isn't something that can resuscitate players. It's a hat with 50 charisma. So Wait, didn't the other sad. guy have that? Yeah. He just got another one. Uh-huh. It's very depressing. Uh-huh. And have a Merry Christmas. The end. Episode 4 starts. Wait, and is the hat like a Santa hat? No. Oh, dang it, that would have been like cute and like thematic. <laughs> I mean, the episode starts in April, so... I think oh. the Christmas of it all was just that it was... I mean, I guess it snowman. it was like the snowman, but... Okay. It, uh, it also took place... I guess they released the episode near Christmas time, too. Okay. Basically, episode four starts, and it's like a little girl and her dragon getting separated from her guild because they want to kill the dragon and make boots out of him. What? Well, because, like, you know, if you kill an animal, then you get, like, skin, and you can make boots from him, probably. So, is this game set in Minecraft? No. Aww. It's an MMO. So, like, when, like, so it's like RuneScape, but like yeah. No, like, no, like I get it, but or... I just think it'd be like funny if it was like set in Minecraft. That'd be awesome. I'd be fine being trapped in Minecraft. You know, I wouldn't. <laughs> you can make cake out of like three you can make cake in the real world. But, like it's way easier. Okay, um, <laughs> we're getting square Minecraft nasty cake. <laughs> Like, the slices aren't even correct. I would like to live in Minecraft. Everyone, leave a review and tell me that you would like to live in Minecraft. I don't think anyone here is... Everyone. No. Leave a review and tell me that My you'd like... My favorite genre of YouTube videos right now are, like, those raps that, like, these kids do about, like, Minecraft. And they're, like, iconic, like, rap songs, but they're all Minecraft-themed because I think they're the funniest thing ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cause I like don't I haven't touched Minecraft in years. I love Minecraft. I play Minecraft all the time. Well, not all the time, but whenever I'm bored. Wow. The duality of man. <laughs> okay, so it's the little girl and her dragon. The dragon dies anyways because the little girl is ex- inexperienced. But Kirito manages to kill all the monsters that they're facing before they get to the little girl. Okay, that's nice. 
the little girl instantly falls in and out of love with Kirito because he stands there all heroic, but then, you know, he opens his mouth and he's an asshole. That oh, okay. It's trailed off sentence. The little girl goes on to explain her life story to Kirito because Kirito is still a little bit soft after all his friends have died. Then he feels the need to help this little girl find the flower that can revive her dragon once her old gills shows up and insults him because he's got to, like, you know, prove his worth because Kirito's a little, got a little bit of a complex like that. So the path to the flower thing involves the little girl murdering, like, 40 NPCs in cold blood and sacrificing their drops through a cheat only Kirito had. But eventually they get the flower. Can, like, cheat? That's, like, sick. Kirito has, like, admin privileges because he was a beta tester. Oh. Yeah. Once they get the flower, the old guild shows up, and it turns out they're, an e- they're another mercenary group that Kirito thought that they were Laughing Coffin, but they weren't. What are they called? I do not remember oh, what they're called. I can't it. even like, think of it fast enough to make a funny name for it. I'm sorry. I failed all of you. Basically, they show up and they try to take the flower from him, and they break Kirito by saying that no matter how powerful you are here, there's one thing you can't escape. You're only five foot four. And he, like, mm. freaks out. And so then all the guild starts attacking Kirito. Kirito's- can you, like, like- Who's the guy that can cheat again? Who can Kirito can cheat. Yeah, so can he just like cheat his? No, because like height? there was like a they you can't change how you appear in the game anymore. Well, that's like the half the fun of the video games. It's like creating a character that looks nothing like you. Well, Kaiba really didn't care about that when he decided to make it a murder game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my favorite kind of game. So Kirito's just standing there taking all this damage. But he's not taking damage because his level is so high that he keeps healing faster than they can actually hurt him. <laughs> and he goes on this whole like thing about how he's overpowered and they should fear him. And then he kills all of them. I don't know if he kills all. I think he like, no, he kills them. Wait, who's the guy killing again? Is he, we're rooting for him or we're against him? We're for Kirito. Oh, okay. I mean, these guys tried to kill him and they were probably going to kill the little girl too. Oh. So I guess we can forgive that. So he kills all of them. And they get the little girl gets her dragon back. Aww. No, she doesn't. Aww. She does not. It was too late. Because the rare item, the Aww. flower, does not work after three days. And it was too late. Like, it looks like it's going to work. And then it doesn't work. <laughs> like, five emotions. <laughs> I wanted to do that because I felt like I was going to forget to tell you guys. And then she, the little girl goes on a death rampage. Oh, cool. And it's on to episode five. Ooh, ooh. We go back to Asuna. Asuna's part of a strategy meeting where they're trying to kill Sheeptar the Sheep King, which is a really stupid <laughs> boss that's killed seven of their players already. I don't think his name is Sheeptar. Are you calling Bluff? I'm calling Bluff. That's true. Dang. His it. name is Sheeptar the Sheeptar. Sheep it reminds me of Cactar. Cactar. Who's Cactar? I'm pretty sure that was his name. It's old, like, Newgrounds cartoon flash animation. About this cactus. And he is pretty cool. Isn't that a Pokemon? No, maybe you got his name wrong, but you, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, like, <laughs> tell me, please. <laughs> I'm not crazy. He had, like, a praying mantis friend or another thing that looked like a praying mantis. I think you just imagined this. No, I you? swear I didn't. <laughs> and I will, I will prove to you later that Cactar is real. Okay. And by real, I mean, like, he's actually real in live action. Like, he's oh. a real person. I have a Cactar. <laughs> well, the sheep, ch- sheep to the sheep king has killed seven people, and Asuna suggests that they should sacrifice the NPCs as a meat shield. Kirito objects to this because he says it seems inhumane. But they're not. But then he sees the NPC that abandoned him and Sachi and murders him in cold blood in front of everyone. Aha! Uh-huh. Everyone agrees that it is severely uncomfortable to watch NPCs die, and so they try to make a new plan. 
Then they cut to Kirito being high under a tree and Asuna yelling at him for not showing up for the boss fight that they lost again. Okay, I want to call Bluff because how is he getting high? Also, how are he they getting He ate a mushroom. Fruit? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll accept that. And he's like super peace and love high. That's fine. It's just like I don't understand how, how, he, how he got that material. Bless you! Thank you. you <laughs> oh, I don't understand how he got that material. Like... In the virtual world, he's. I think his exact his exact words were, "I was trying to level up my something skill." I think it was like, "What's the skill?" I don't know what you're talking. Oh no! Someone look it up and tell me. Um, (laughs) he was doing something. What's the something skill? (laughs) Like they're gonna know what you're talking about at all. Oh shit! It's like turning something into gold. Alchemy. Alchemy skill. That's what he was trying to do, ladies. He was trying to level up his alchemy skill, so he ate a weird mushroom. Now he's high. So Asuna falls asleep next to Kirito, and then Kirito draws a dick on her face. What? And she wakes up thinking he had molested her. What? But she he just drew a dick on her face. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Because she falls asleep next to Kirito, and he's like, hi. And so he draws a dick on her face. So answer me this. What? Where did he get the markers from? Oh, I don't know. Do you swear I know how this logic works? (laughs) I just accept it. Okay. So then they go out to eat after in a safe zone in a restaurant that's called Restaurant. Wow, creative. (laughs) I'm going to call bluff on that. I don't think the restaurant's called Restaurant. It's called Restaurant. Kirito makes fun of it for like three minutes. Oh my gosh. And then they interrupt their food eating something because they hear that somebody's apparently dying, except you can't die in a safe zone. But the dude dies anyway, and Kirito and Asuna take on the case. A friend of the deceased named Yuki, I think. I knew a girl in China named Yuki, and she was so nice. <laughs> it's probably the same person. Oh, oh my gosh. Now everything makes sense. What? Someone asked her, oh, Yuki, have you ever seen Sword Art Online? She was like, yeah. And then they bonded over the fact that, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Wow. Thanks. So... Yuki is a friend of the deceased, and she decided to help them. So they find out that the dead guy, Yuki, and this video game critic were all part of a guild once, and that a member of the guild was going to sell a rare item they found, but was killed on the way there. Those three were the only ones who didn't want to sell the item, so they thought that one of them had to do it. But it wasn't Yuki. She was pretty sure it wasn't the guy who died, but the video game critic was an absolute idiot, so it was probably not him either. Okay. And then the episode ends when they're all at the video game critic's house interrogating him when the friend suggests that maybe the ghost of the girl member who died did it as revenge and then she dies herself while still in the safe zone. Kirito hmm. thinks he sees the assailant teleport away but then he falls into a window. Episode 6 cuz like 5 and 6 are kind of like a two-parter cuz he was jumped cuz she like fell in the window and got stabbed. It was weird. She got, like, got stabbed and then pushed off a window and then pushed jumps off, off a window. And she's going to pretend I know visually what just happened. I'll show it to you if anything, but like it's weird. But she falls through a window, he jumps after, and then he falls into a window after seeing what he thinks is the assailant teleport away. Episode 6 opens with the video game critic like going to visit the grave of the other girl. I don't know why there's a grave when it's a video game and they just kind of like dissipate into the air but I don't know. Yeah. And then the video game critic gets scared because two spooky cloaked people show up and they claim that they are the ghost of the member that died and they basically 
try to get him to admit that he killed her, but the video game critic just starts bargaining with them, saying that he'll kill, like, orphans or something to get out of it or whatever. I don't even know. But then Laughing Coffin shows up again. I don't even know when the video game critic got here, but whenever you mention him, it makes me think of, like, (laughs) who's that old YouTube thing? The angry video game nerd or whatever? I don't know. Either way, Laughing Coffin shows up again, saying that they were hired to kill all three of them, because eventually it's revealed that the two cloaked figures are just the two people that died in the safe zone. Yuki and the other guy. And they didn't actually die. And then... Kirito shows up on a horse because he knew the whole time and he talks Laughing Coffin into not killing all three of them and he talks them into branding themselves with like commercials and hats and stuff. Like, you know, branching out. Like branding, not like branding. See, like branding also can be like... We're not talking about cow branding. We're talking about like branding like a YouTube would brand themselves. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just like we're trying to do right now. Yeah. Hey, brands... Ketchup and mustard. Get on this train. So yeah. And then Asuna shows up with the husband of the member who died in the guild. And it's revealed through like a flashback that the husband killed the wife. And the reason why this makes sense is because the husbands husbands and wives share inventories when they're married. So the husband wouldn't even need to know. that's so cute. So the husband wouldn't even need to ask the wife for the item. He could just kill her and then he'd have the item himself. Oh, that's not that cute. But it turns out this isn't... He didn't want the item at all. He killed his wife because she didn't make him a sandwich one time. Wow, I love internet culture. (laughs) Gross. And then the two guys who fake their deaths take the husband and basically murder him. And there's like a bunch of screams. But Asuna and Kirito don't really do much during that part. They just kind of talk like nothing's happening. But after they come back, the two guys who died ask Kirito how... They knew that they faked their deaths. And Kirito said it's because you can't die in a safe zone. And that he had heard a rumor that on that, if you die on, if you teleport on that floor, you could get the death animation instead of the teleport animation, but only if you were falling. And the girl one fell through a window while she was teleporting. And the guy one, well, I mean, I didn't mention this, but he was kind of like dangling from somewhere. So that's probably why that one so worked. You- so, like, it's not that, like, everyone's, like, respectful and won't kill each other in a safe zone. You literally can't die. You in can't a- die in a safe zone. Okay. It's like, like, there are safe zones in MMOs. Yeah. So they did that so that they could shake the truth out of the video game critic member. But the video game critic is kind of stupid. And no one would ever want to do anything. Like, he has no motivation for anything. He just kind of wants to live. Yeah. And Kirito thought it wasn't him because he was such an idiot. And then Kirito didn't think it was a ghost because he claims, and I quote, because I'm not a fucking idiot, ghosts aren't real. But they're in I a video I mean, the ghosts aren't real isn't a quote, but because the, the, I'm not a fucking idiot. But true. they're in a video game. Exactly. So, like, how do Anything's real. No. Okay. Anything's real. So then they, like, leave kind of depressed that their plan didn't work and that the they didn't know who killed it. But they're good now because they know who killed it now. And then... Asuna and Kirito have like a little bit of a moment and then the ghost of the member actually shows up and she's like, oh, thank you. And then fucking Kirito and Asuna like freak out completely, like screaming, and then they throw a sword at her and run away. Does she really show up? Yeah, she does. Then it's episode seven. Yeah. Episode seven has Kirito trying to sell this. Oh, wait, no. Kirito is going to a blacksmith's to get a okay. new sword because he just lost his other one. 
And the blacksmith, he doesn't realize she's a blacksmith at first because she's wearing, like, a weird dress thing. Okay. She's got, like, pink hair, so he didn't know. And she gets a little bit offended. And then she tries to sell him this one sword who that she claims is her best sword. Then Kirito breaks in, like, two seconds. So he says, you're trying to sell me this crap. And then she says, okay, I can make you uh, the best sword in the game. We just need You just need to find me this super rare metal that nobody would ever be able to find ever. And Kirito's like, you want to bet? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to. You actually need a blacksmith for it to even spawn. Then she realizes she has to go with him for it to even spawn. So she has to oh. go with him. And then there's a thing, and then they yeah. fall in love in the end. No. Oh, good. So they go off to get the metal, and they fall. Like, they see that there's this huge dragon there, and they get kicked into a pit. And they do have, like, a little heart to heart because Kirito finds out that the blacksmith girl she actually lost everyone in her guild too Aww. so they have that in common then they realize that the metal that they're looking for is literally dragon shit <laughs> they don't really want it anymore but they get it anyways because they've gone this far wow. they find it and then they go over there and it turns out the blacksmithing process is like a really weird mini game and kirito just kind of sees the blacksmith like hitting some hitting the metal with a hammer with like her eyes going red but the girl's going through like a process it's like Gotta get perfect. It's kind of like a Dance Dance Revolution type thing. A rhythm game? Yeah. I love of. rhythm games. So that's how she makes the sword. And she makes it. It turns out pretty chill. And then Asuna shows up when Kirito and the blacksmith are having a tiny bit of a moment. Kirito's a little bit like, what's it called when you don't know? Oblivious. And so the girl doesn't really have a crush on him, but she kind of likes him a little. And then Asuna shows up and crushes that completely. Because Asuna has a very big crush on Kirito for some unknown reason. Okay. She basically threatens her to destroy her entire shop if she ever goes near him again. Mm -hmm. So then the girl runs away. Kirito runs after her. And then Kirito tells her what she named the sword. He named the sword xdxd this sword is dragon shit swag swag xdxd i'm not calling bluff on that one <laughs> i'm not i am <sighs> not and then the blacksmith is just like okay yeah i'm never going to speak to you again it's fine <laughs> i can live with that mm -hmm. but asana burns down her store anyways what oh because you know asana's freaking crazy oh that's sad uh, and then we get to episode eight. eight. <laughs> episode eight opens with Kirito in Brianna's shop because Brianna has a shop. For those of you who don't remember, because Brianna hasn't been in it for remember. a while, Brianna's the black guy. I know who Brianna is, but what does he sell? He just uh, he owns like a little general store. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Kirito is trying to sell this bunny that he found because it's like a super rare meat. It's like the best food in the game. Yum. And then Asuna shows up with a and guard. She's like animals. Is she the animal one? Yeah, Austin was yeah. vegetarian, but she says, nope, not vegetarian anymore. Oh. And that she maxed out cooking, and that she could cook up the bunny for him, and it'd literally be the best meal ever. And so, Kirito's like, okay, sure. So they go to Asuna's house, and they eat the bunny. And, like, the entire time, Asuna is kind of like, what's it called? Kind of like, adding in the hints that she has a crush on him. Well, like, not trying to because she doesn't want Kirito to know that. But then Kirito kind of, like, almost says it out loud. And then Asuna tries to stab him with a knife. Oh. And then Kirito shuts up. And they, they like, join a party together for some reason. Oh, I think see. that's, like, the equivalent of dating. I was never really clear on that. Because eventually they just start calling each other pet names. And I still don't know when that happened. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, that's they just sure. go. Like, they wake up. Well, not wake up. But, like, we... 
progress in the episode by we just see Kirito like in a town sitting there all tired, I think. And okay. then Asuna like teleports out of nowhere and jumps on him saying that the guard was watching her while she slept. And the guard was like, I have to, I can't protect you if I don't watch you at all times. And so then Kirito challenges the guard because he made fun of the guard a bunch of times and the guard started getting really mad. And then Kirito literally like cuts the guard's sword in half in like two with seconds. The, how, with, oh, because he has this really big, strong he has a really dragon good sword. sword. XD, XD, this sword is dragon shit. Swag, swag, XD. Yes. <laughs> of course. So then the guard leaves and kind of cries a little bit. And Asuna set, tells, reveals to Kirito that she basically only came here to get Kirito because she couldn't be seen destroying her own guard and she couldn't report him because then they wouldn't do anything about it. So she basically just used Kirito for her stats. Uh-huh. Kirito was not happy, happy about that. Kirito for his stats. And then they go off to defeat another boss. And they meet up with Klein, with Balls Deep 69 and a couple of his yeah. friends. And then they find Klein this other guild that's back. attempting to destroy that boss. And the dude's like weirdly Hispanic, kind of, but they didn't. It's not an international server. The dude just kind of pretends to be Hispanic. But he's like overworking his entire guild, and they can't handle another boss because they're so tired. And Kirito is moved unwillingly by their quote-unquote courage. And so he goes into, like, this huge speech about humanity sucking, like, morality and shit. And then he conjures up two swords and uses them at the same time to kill the boss. And this is especially powerful because that's not a skill listed in the directory. You can't use two swords at the same time. (laughs) But now you can, because Kirito can do it. And everyone freaks out, because now he's even more overpowered. And then Asuna cries, because Kirito almost died, and she doesn't like it when he does that. Asuna sounds really annoying. I'm mad that they wrote her to be really annoying. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how how good she is in the actual series, so. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know either. Either way, the episode, episode 9 starts, and Asuna is trying to get Kirito to join her guild, which is called Knights of Bloodshed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think that's a real name. It is a real name. Dang it. <laughs> which is run by this character who's kind of a cat. Like, no a one ever... Furry? No, but he's, he's literally just like a cat head. Oh. He's a cat. He's a cat. So everyone just assumes Garfield? that a cat figured out how to learn. A... No, it's like a little black cat. A, mid- a midnight black cat. No. It's just a black cat. And... The cat offers him a position in the guild, which is like, it's like the best guild in the game. And so the cat thinks he's going to accept. But Kirito refuses because he doesn't like guilds. Because last time he joined a guild, everyone Everyone died. died. (laughs) So then the cat says that if the cat challenges him to a duel, and if he can beat Kirito, then Kirito has to join the thing. But like, I feel like in duels, you don't actually kill the person. Like in like, like actual duel duels, where you do like a written invite. I don't think you can kill them. So they do, because that's because, like, oh, wait, never mind. Don't worry about that. I don't know what you're talking about. I just went on a tangent that I was trying to explain something to myself, but I don't (laughs) think it's necessary. Okay. Um, So they go into the duel, and Kirito has, like, this little three-minute strategy sesh with himself in his mind, where he basically goes out, goes through every scenario of the fight, and then he decides, okay, I'm going to make my move. And then... In, like, two seconds, he gets disarmed and he falls on the ground. Oops. But doesn't he have, like, tons of health? No, but he gets disarmed. Oh. He wouldn't be able to get back from that. 
So then he has to join the guild and he gets stuck on a training mission with a guild member who's a role player who pretends that he's in the what's it called? The like I don't it's not the it's the like the King Arthur stage age. Like that time. The night the actual medieval times. He pretends <laughs> he's in medieval times. Okay. Aren't they all role players to a certain extent? I mean, no, because they know what's real. I mean, do they know what's real life at this point? But they they, they don't act like it because they know what nerve gear is and they know, like, what phones are. I don't know. But basically, he is going on the training mission and they stop to drink some water. And it turns out that the water is poisoned and they get paralyzed. And it's the guard that Kirito beat up in the last episode okay come to get his revenge and he kills the role player then he tries to kill kirito and he explains why he's trying to kill him and it's like one because he made fun of him and two because he's part of laughing coffin but kirito's confused because laughing coffin was caught after they tried to brand themselves because they had this really weird commercial it was like are you tired of people getting in your way? Have you considered murder? <laughs> if so, call this number. And then, like, you know, when you give them a phone number to call, then they can yeah. catch you in, like, two seconds. So they caught him. And so then the guard reveals that he doesn't... He's not a member of Laughing Coffin. And then Kirito's like, wait a second. You're not a member of Laughing Coffin. Well, yeah, You're a fanboy. Oh. It was just... It's just so funny. This interaction killed me every single time. So... The guard never actually ends up killing him because Asuna shows up, revealing that she's been following them the whole time, and she kills the guard instead, and then Kirito gets out of his paralysis. And then she cries again because Kirito almost died, and then Kirito, like, gets, like, shuts her up, and then they kiss, and it's like, okay. Aww. And they go to Asuna's house, and then they have the... They have the coitus. Yeah. It's like really strange. Like I didn't know what was happening until yeah. it started happening and then I was like, okay. They don't show it. They just you hear well, it. Well that's good. You I don't hear know how it. they would and I don't yeah. wanna know how they would. Apparently there's like this scene in Sword Out Online where Asuna just completely undresses and Kirito's just like taken aback for some unknown reason. Sword Out Online seems like a very weird animal. Yeah, I don't even know. So then they do the coitus. You hear it. You don't see it. That's, no, calling bluff. You don't hear it. You do hear it. Oh, dang it! Last time you said that you heard it. it wasn't oh yeah, true. the, the, the <laughs> tap tap slapping during the field of the kiss. No, but this one you do hear it. Okay. And then the episode ends. What are we on now? Is this ten or is this nine? Now it's gonna be episode ten. So it starts with Kirito freaking out because he doesn't know how relationships work. And then he accidentally proposes marriage. And Asuna is also freaking out in her head. And she accidentally accepts marriage. So then they get married. And then <laughs> it happens as quickly as you as you think. And I was very confused. So they show up at Nights of Bloodshed. And the cat is congratulating them on their marriage. And they're, like, freaking out. And apparently there's, like, these riots happening in the other floors. And they need to find a way to control it because it's resulting in the death of a lot of people. And so... Instead of sending Kirito and Asuna towards the riot, he wanted the cat wants to send them as far away as possible because they're both very antagonizing people. Right. And they would make everything worse. So he sends them to like a little honeymoon on the first floor. And there's, since they didn't actually want to get married, they're a little bit not happy about being married. So they're just kind of like, eh, we don't. They, they have like very strange arguments. And then Kirito decides to make it all about how he wants a pet dragon. And Asuna won't let him have a pet dragon. And then Asuna changes it about how you're not responsible enough for a pet dragon. And so then they go to sleep, all mad about that. And they wake up, and there's a little girl in their bed. What? 
there's a little girl, and then Asuna freaks out, Kirito freaks out, but then Kirito thinks to himself, wait a second, if we keep this little girl, we can, I can prove to Asuna that we are responsible enough for a pet dragon. what? (laughs) Where did this child come from? She just shows up in the bed. Is it like a metaphor? No, she she literally shows up. Like, she's there. She's a person. And then Asuna thinks to herself, wait a second, if we keep this child for two seconds, then we can, I can prove to Kirito that we can't handle a pet dragon. And so they, like, pretend that they're the little girl's parents. Like, welcome home, Yui. Because the little girl's name is Yui. We're your parents. And so it turns out that the little girl's, like, super, super smart. And she's really easy to take care of. So Kirito's, like, all happy because it's, like, proving him right. And Asuna feels like, okay, I gotta get leverage. So then she goes to an orphanage with Kirito and Yui to buy another child to prove that they're not responsible enough. They get into this whole thing where they accidentally try to buy an orphanage, but they can't because you can't buy an orphanage. And so then a different, some random person shows up asking for their help to defeat some, to, like, help find, okay. A random person shows up asking for Asuna and Kirito's help because they're one of the most, they're two of the most powerful players in the game because their guild leader slash boyfriend, they're never clear on that, got captured in a dungeon after being called to the dungeon for a peace meeting without Oopsies. weapons. Yeah, so. Why would, it's a little bit of... What? <laughs> Why would you go to a dungeon? <laughs> huh? It wasn't meant to be a peace meeting. They tried to capture him there, but like, the dude's stupid, so he still went. Why would you fall for a dungeon? His name's The Thinker, but he's not very smart. Well, that's very ironic and funny. Yeah, they make like a whole thing about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they go to the dungeon and everything's fine until they get to this super overpowered boss right in front of it that is the personification of death itself. And they're trying to defeat it, but they literally can't. And then eventually the little girl reveals herself as an immortal object because she needs to help defeat the dude. Basically, the little girl was created to be like kind of a therapist for players in the game. But since Kayaba decided to make it a murder game instead, he just locked her away, because why would he need a therapist when you're locked o- when you've locked millions of people in the game? Yeah. Well, I think that's more reason to need a therapist. Like what you're <laughs> yeah. saying. So then she was really sad because she saw all these players being all sad and she couldn't help them. But then she saw Kirito and Asuna and they were so fucking insane and like weird and not at all how humans should act, but they're still happy and together, she decided she needed to investigate all of this. So she, she like, broke out of her confinement and went and went to pretend to be her child, to be their chi- child. What's your name again? Smoochy Smoochy Fish? And Sealed the Kiss? No, Kissy 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 the Kissing Fish. No, I was, I was, what's her name in the thing? Yui. And then, because she revealed her, because she started using, used, like, the software of the game to defeat the boss, she reveals herself to the game and identified her as a foreign object and was starting to delete her. Aww. But because Kirito so it's has... like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, kind of. Kirito has admin privileges, though, so he was able to save her in, like, a little USB type thing. And then Asuna cries because her child's gone. And she, like, because, you know, they started to like the kid for the kid instead of, the, as, like, a ploy to get what they want. Yeah. So when they go home all sad, they, like, finally admit to themselves that they didn't really want to get married. But they are fine being married anyway, so they just stay married. Okay, I guess. And then it ends. And then it's episode 11. It's the last episode of the season. So it opens up with the Knights of Blood... Knights of Blood... Shed? 
I think that's what you blood that's what I said. said. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so the Knights of Bloodshed are all trying to defeat a boss, and they defeat him, like, it takes, like, two seconds, but then they're locked in the dungeon. And they're all bored there, and they're all talking, and then Kirito's talking about Tron, and then the cat gets super mad at him, because, like, oh, you guys have seen Tron. Oh, yeah. And so, then it's revealed to Kirito, because Kirito realizes that the cat is Kaiba, is the creator of the game one. Oh my what god. A twist. Oh my god. The creators of furry. <laughs> and so then Kayaba takes off his cat disguise. And he goes like, Yes, it was me the whole time. And he paralyzes everyone except Kirito. Kirito asks for a rematch of the duel that they had with like no cheating. Because I mean the other duel probably he wouldn't have been able to win at all because the way he proved to himself that the cat was Kayaba was that he tried to kill Kaiba, like he tried to hit him, but he was an immortal object, so he was the creator. So they go in their little duel, and Kirito says that if he wins, Kaiba has to let everyone go, and if Kaiba wins, then Kirito dies, and I don't know, Kaiba can kill everyone here, I guess. He's already doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're fighting, but eventually Kaiba breaks Kirito's original snore sword, not the dragon shit sword. Snored sword. And Kaiba's about to stab Kirito, but then Asuna breaks out of the paralysis and sacrifices herself for Kirito. And she's happy that she gets to make him cry this time. She literally says, go ahead, cry. Cry your little bitch tears. And then she dies. I think those are some <laughs> nice last words. Although I'm kind of mad that she died, even though I found her very annoying. Because, like, as far as, like, female representation in this she yeah. Yeah. The blacksmith character is actually the best character, in my opinion. She's really funny to me. Does she live? Yeah, she lives. Okay, cool. Yeah, so then Asuna dies, and then Kayaba's like, okay, I didn't mean... She ran in front of my knife. I didn't mean to kill her. And was like, I'm sorry I killed your wife or whatever. And then Kirito get... Huh? You know this song from Chicago? No. You ran into my knife. You ran into my knife ten times. Okay. And then... Kirito, like, picks up Asuna's sword because since they're married, they share inventory, and so he got her sword, so he still gets to use two swords. And he doesn't really have it in him to fight, so he just kind of goes like, eh. Like, he's he's trying, but he doesn't, it's not, it's not epic in any way anymore. Yeah. And then Kayabo, you know, disarms him again, and then he stabs him. And then Kirito, with his last dying pixels, he stabs Kayaba too! So they both die! Kirito, like, sort of wakes up in this super blank area. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like an infinity pool, except you're not in a pool, you're just standing on top of it. And they're seeing, like, the entire world of Sword Art Online. I think the world's called Ironcrad. I never mentioned that, but that's what it's what? called. Minecraft? I Ironcrad? Ironcrad? Mine? No, no, it's not Minecraft! <laughs> so, it's kind of getting destroyed and Kirito sees Asuna and they hug and all that shit and they're and then Kayaba's standing there and he's explaining that he did let everyone go because Kirito did kill him and he explains that the reason he created Sword Art Online and trapped everyone there was because of Metacritic the video game critic yeah <laughs> really he said no okay so first he says he was like Kirito asked him like Oh yeah, that was the one thing I could never figure out. Why did you do all this? And then he was like, wouldn't you know it? I don't even remember anymore. 
And then they, like, freak out, like, what? And he's like, no, 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 oh, my God, how? Can you imagine if I had said that? They're like, no, I did this because of Metacritic. <laughs> he explains that he had accidentally created a glitch in the game that kills people when their avatars die. And he thought to himself that Metacritic is going to have a field day with this. Okay, well, maybe I can just make it look like I did it on purpose. And that's my legacy killing people. Oh. Okay, I guess if you're that close to being a murderer, like that all it takes is like some guy being like, you're a murderer. To him being like, yeah, let me just go for it. Yep. And then, like, why not? And so then he, like, beams out and tries to figure out what he's going to do with his life. And Kirito and Asuna are kind of confused as to whether they're going to live or die. And then they realize that they don't know each other's real names. But Kirito says that his name really is Kirito. But Asuna says that her name is Hinata. So now they know their names. They're, like, crying and hugging and they're all sad. That's cute. And then they fade out. And then Kirito wakes up in a hospital bed. He's like, oh, wait, I got to find Asuna. And then he gets up to go find her, but he rips out his catheter and the season ends. Oh, because if he's just making fun of the fact that people always <laughs> like, get up and they just rip out everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call bluff on that one. No, that happens. Really? It's really fucking funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did I miss anything? Uh, You missed a couple, I think. Brianna's name is not Brianna. Really? His name is Tiffany. Really? Yeah, I mean, his name's Tiffany. Okay. Balls Deep 69, his name is Thick to Balls Deep 69, yes. so you're good there. Asuna wasn't a vegetarian. Really? Yeah, the reason why she didn't have any friends was because she didn't know how to open up her menu. So she just avoided everybody just out of embarrassment. Wow. She did not know how to open up her menu. So, like, when, she, when Kirito is telling her that, okay, I'll give you the coat, just send me a trade request. And Austin was like, what? And I was like, it's easy. Just open your menu. And she still doesn't know how to do that. So then she still curses him. But, like, that's what that happens there. Okay. In episode four, when the little when the guild insults Kirito, they don't insult him that he's 5'4". They say, "There's the one. no matter how powerful you are here, there's one thing you can't escape. You sound like a girl. <laughs> and then he freaks oh, out. Oh, so can they change how they look? They can change. No, they can't change how they look. Like, they could in the beginning, but then, like, Kayaba makes them all reveal how they actually look. But he still sounds like a girl. That's why he can't change that. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Kirito didn't draw a dick on Asuna's face. He drew cat whiskers and, like, a little black dot over her eye. Aww. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Oh, yeah. In the beginning with, like, the, in the Christmas episode, it wasn't Laughing Coffin that they got in trouble with. They got in trouble with the Mafia. What? <laughs> he got in trouble with, like, this Sword Art Online Mafia, and it was led by a cat. So was it the creator? No, because the cat wasn't the creator either. <laughs> there was a cat player in there, but he didn't speak. He just meowed. So basically, it was, like, a cat who figured out how to play Sword Art Online, and it was a cat. That's amazing. And the leader of the Knights of Bloodshed, it was just, like, this dude with, like, super long gray hair, which was, like... I mean, nobody actually has that long of gray hair, so that pro- that was probably gl- clue number one that he was not a real person. Wait, what? Because Kayaba was pretending to be the leader of the Knights of Bloodshed, but he didn't look like wait, a cat. Wait, so he wasn't a cat? He wasn't a cat. Wait, what? <laughs> he wasn't a cat. The cat was oh the leader of the mafia, God. so the cat was a character in the series, but the cat was not Kayaba. <laughs> I don't want this. I've been lied to. <laughs> Uh, let's the see what else of the here. Show, but I've been lied to. Oh, 
The sword's name isn't XD XD. This sword is dragon shit swag swag XD. What XD. is it? It's called this sword is shit. Dot dot dot. Dragon shit that is. LOL LOL. The same amount of bad. Yeah, and then he puts in all of the blacksmith contact information in the sword. Literally, anytime somebody makes that sword, they have to name it that because that's what the sword's name is. But apparently, that's not the name of the sword either. Because at the end, when he's about to check, he when he's about to go up and fight Kayaba, he tells Tiffany, who's in that scene, to tell the blacksmith girl that he didn't actually name the sword that. Oh. But it doesn't say what he named it, so I can just assume that he did what's, name it that. What's the name that your brother named his sword in my? Oh, account? Rectum. Yeah, that's probably the name. <laughs> he named it Rectum. Oh, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. The path to the flower in episode four, like the flower that re- that resuscitates the dragon. It wasn't that you had to kill NPCs. You had to get you had to get like 40 flowers, trade them for a different thing, then drop that thing in a different dungeon and then defeat a bunch of monsters. Like it was basically like a regular MMO battle, but it wasn't the NPCs one. I don't remember what it was. It was really involved. They fought like 12 bosses to get to the thing. What else? I know there was another one. Role player, fanboy, yes, that was all true. Marriage, oh, okay, now we got it, okay. So, Asuna and Kirito were never fighting over a pet dragon. They were just fighting over the fact that they got married too soon, but they didn't want to admit it to themselves. So they adopt Yui to see if it'll break the person into admitting that they got married too fast first. And so when they go to the orphanage to buy another child, it's because they've gone completely in denial and think that adding more children in the mix will break them faster because Yui is the perfect child and she's not making anything more difficult. That's a good lesson, guys. And just have the talk, you guys. Define the relationship. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's it. Oh, well, I guess the reason Kayaba created the glitch was an a- it was an accident because he had s- he was too close to his deadline and he had to make the game super fast, so he didn't sleep for, like, three weeks. Well, that's not his fault, then. Yeah. And he never wanted to actually... He says, I never actually wanted to kill anybody. He was like, you literally just killed two people and us. I was like, but did I, though? And I was like, yes, you didn't. So uh, we don't know what Kayaba's deal is, but basically that's what happened. And yeah, that's Sword Art Online Abridged. That's an interesting series. Oh, oh wait. wait! Oh wait! You missed one more. Oh, come on. <laughs> Asuna's name isn't Hanata. What is it? It's Asuna. Her name's Asuna. Kirito's name is something else. Oh, what's his name? I forgot. It's like cost something. I don't know, but like, it starts with a cast. Minecraft Steve. No. <laughs> okay, I think, I think that's it. I think we're. Wait, done. I have one little question for you though. Yeah. Does Asuna cry? In every episode she appears in. Yeah. I'm actually not positive. I think she doesn't cry in the f- second episode she... The second or first episode she appears in. But, like, it's a lot of them. But Jesus Christ, yeah. Okay. It is a very... It's, like, ten episodes. But it's really funny. I would recommend watching it. Because I didn't even mention... I mentioned, like, maybe three jokes in the show. So you still got a lot of stuff waiting for you. And I'm going to show you Cactar. Cactar. Yeah. So you don't believe it's real. So thank you guys for listening. And I. Oh, wait! I forgot one. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's one more. You remember the snowman murder creature? Yeah. It wasn't a snowman, it was Santa Claus. Oh, what? (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also one more thing. Oh, my God! (laughs) Kirito wasn't the only one who unlocked the profanity filter. Kayaba just turned it off like in the beginning oh so they were all cursing at the same time so it's fine oh okay is that it i think that's it pretty sure is that it though i'm hopefully that's it 
So thank you guys for listening. <laughs> oh wait, I have a I have a good gag. Thank you guys for listening. I am from the virtual realm. None of them sound like robots though. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> thank you to Kevin Maclu. That's okay. I can't pronounce his name not in robot voice. I don't know how it's gonna make it better. In robot voice. In robot voice, especially because I'm like laying down at this point. I'm just so I can, done. Okay, I can feel the vibrations of you speaking from the pillow because my foot's on the pillow. That's so funny. I'm. We're both like mush at this point. <laughs> we've okay. We've recorded a lot today. They don't need to. Don't break the illusion. I'm breaking. We record it. once a year. Once a year. Oh, you're right. Do they know that joke yet? Yeah. Okay. You guys know that joke then. We record these once a year. I just came back from the Civil War for my job from the Industrial. I don't, I don't know, know okay. what time you think um, we're in right now. Thank you, Kevin MacLeod, for your song, Pugatorian Friends, thank and Incompetech.com. 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 No, Incompetech. Incompetech? Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to say that word. Thank you for listening again, as I said, like three times, four, maybe. Um, if you liked it, leave a rating. If you didn't like it, leave a rating, but make it a good rating and then say you didn't like it in the comment because that's ironic and funny. Yeah. Do it for the <laughs> meme, you guys. <laughs> no. Yeah, but in all seriously, I can't talk. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm like so done after all the lies that Alexi forgot. <laughs> But yeah, um, someone told me to put in more lies. I put in more lies. Okay, that was me, and you did it. Thanks. <laughs> Tweet about our show if you want. Give us suggestions if you want. We'll mention you. Yeah, if you are a person that has a thing and a lot of money, you could get us ads of it and give us money, and that'd be cool. Thanks so much. What she's trying to say there <laughs> is that if you have something you'd like to advertise and no, you have cool. money I, I think they get the point of what i'm trying to say we're gonna sell ads basically no that's not what i'm trying kind to of. say i'm saying that if you have money and you want to give it to us that'd be nice that too um and our paypal is suck a dick five thousand that's false information <laughs> it shouldn't be spreading and um yeah find us on soundcloud and itunes Bye. Yeah, bye.